Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Scarcity is everywhere you look. Even in people who seem to have a lot of money, there's so often a fear that there will not be enough in the future. And it's not just money. There's a scarcity of time, resources, love, attention, happiness, you name it. So if it's everywhere, why am I suggesting that scarcity is not really real? Today we're discussing one of the most pervasive and deep-set illusions at this level of consciousness and how to break the illusion of scarcity and start to access limitless abundance. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration associated with this episode is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. If you like this episode, please subscribe by clicking on the red button. Today, in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, we're discussing the illusion of scarcity. The illusion of scarcity. What do you mean by that? Because I have experienced physical scarcity. Yeah, so for you're sure. Telling me it's an illusion? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just going to back up first and just say there's a lot of economic uncertainty right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have, um, you know, large governments defaulting on loans. We have large banks going under. It's just a lot of economic uncertainty. And when you have this kind of instability and uncertainty, people become afraid. Right? So they're really freaked out right now and because they feel like they're not going to have enough. And so scarcity, like you just said, rears its head. And it's very present for people right now because they're afraid. Because they're afraid that they're not going to have enough. And if you don't have enough, then you may not survive. Really? That's really what it's about. So it's about, basically it's about survival. Survival and the fear that you're not going to have enough. Exactly. Okay. And so how does that rear or rear its head? Like... How do we recognize it in ourselves? How do we recognize it in the people around us? Yeah. And I guess then, how do we manage it? Yeah. And then why is it an illusion? Because it feels real. Yeah, like I want to come back to that. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. So what we, um, so within us, even if you're really affluent, it can feel like you don't have enough, right? So there can be people, it doesn't ha have anything to do with how much money you have. So for example, for myself, okay? So um, we used to, Chris and I used to be, real estate agents in San Francisco, which is an extraordinarily affluent city. Okay, mm -hmm. There's a lot of tech money there. There are a lot of stock options, a lot of people with a lot of money. Okay, what I noticed is even in myself that we, because we were helping people buy and sell homes, which were expensive, and we were very good at what we did, and we had a lot of referral clients, we had a lot of money. Okay, So if you looked at our bank accounts, you would think, oh, these people are fine. Mm -hmm. You know, they own a home. They have money in the bank, they have savings, you know, they're, they're good. So why then did I always feel like I had to spreadsheet how much we had, how much cushion we had, the clients we had, how we were to get more clients? Like, you know, there's all this driving force to acquire more, not because I wanted to spend it on like hundreds of pairs of shoes, I mean, which was fine, but that wasn't my thing. What drove me was my fear that we wouldn't have enough. So it's a future fear? Yeah, it was a future fear. Okay. And it wasn't, because, but it became a present fear because yeah. I was so afraid of what would happen in the future. 
Yeah, so you've got the two kind of timelines happening. You're worrying yes. about a future that hasn't happened and exactly. might never happen, but you're actually feeling fear in this it's present moment. moment. Yes. So, so that would kind of explain a little bit of the illusion as well. Yes, exactly. Because you're kind of forecasting something that, that hasn't happened, exist. that doesn't exist, and yep. right now everything's fine. Yeah, everything's okay. fine. So as you said, because I was projecting into the future, I was afraid. And I, I noticed that in a lot of people that we worked with who were very affluent, mm -hmm. right? So they'd be really worried about you know, paying an extra three to $5,000 for a house, which it sounds like a lot of money, but in the context of that real estate market and how much the prices were, you know, hundreds of thousands, oftentimes millions of dollars, mm. three to 5,000 is actually very small, you yeah. know, in context. I'm in the saying, ratio. In the, in the relativity of it. Mm -hmm. But they'd be really worried about that. Like, oh my God, if we have to pay that much more, we're not going to be able to, I don't know, pay the mortgage, do the, you know, they would go into all these kind of scenarios in their heads mm -hmm. about the future even though they'd had tax advice, they knew what they could, you know, their mortgage person had clearly indicated what their payments were. Like they knew logically exactly how much they were paying. Yeah. They knew they could do it. They'd had their jobs for X period of time. They'd put down a certain amount of projection into the future of this fear, like I am not going to have enough. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we have the solutions. So that's just one way it would show up. So in that context, I'm talking about houses, but it shows up in all kinds of ways when we're um, when we tend to go into fear of like, oh, my God, I don't have enough in the future. So you start to hoard in the present moment mm -hmm. or you start to do a whole bunch of like fear behaviors. Like mm -hmm. I'm not going to spend money on this. I have to be thrifty here. I'm going to like I've noticed that um, with some people. Um, like in my family, when there starts to be fear around economic security, mm -hmm. suddenly lots of food gets bought. I don't know why that's linked, but like it's like, oh my God, we owe enough. Okay, we got to fill the fridge. <laughs> like, like the fridge in the pantry somehow is going to make us okay for the future. Do you see, these are all just, I'm just giving examples of behaviors where it's like you are afraid for survival, because really those two things aren't linked. You know, like having your pantry full of food, right? It's not like there's going to be, an, you know, a some kind of, weather disaster and mm. you're being prepared for it. You know I mean? This is like in response to fear about a future that doesn't yet exist of scarcity. Yeah, it's kind of apocalyptic in a way, right? Yeah. I have so many questions around it because it, uh, is it programming? Is it lineage? Is it a combination of both? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know for myself, um, you know, I'll hang on to some things just in case. <laughs> What's the just in case? Exactly. Right? Uh -huh. And is it past experience is it because we've been there it doesn't feel good it hurts and I don't ever want to feel that again yeah so I'm going to do this just in case you yeah know? or is it is it just a combination of the whole lot you know where does this scarcity actually come from because we we all seem to suffer from it absolutely and it's very intertwined in the human experience at this consciousness level mm. and the reason that is okay this is like the big takeaway mm -hmm. is because we believe that we're finite that we're separate and that we're not connected to everything. So we have the perspective from the little self of the mind that we are finite. So meaning that we have to like, like run really hard, work really hard, struggle really hard, all this stuff to try and get something because we don't inherently feel like we're part of everything. So I'm just gonna make a distinction. Imagine instead, if you were high enough in your vibration, you were high enough in your frequency resonance that you felt like you were connected to everything, mm. would that scarcity still be there? If you're connected to everything and have access to everything, that scarcity isn't there. It doesn't exist. It only exists at this consciousness level 
because we believe through our little s self, or what I call the self associated with ego mind, that we are separate and that we are finite. See how this kind of links? It doesn't seem like it's related. You're like, what the hell does that have to do with feeling scarcity? Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) exactly, but very much so. And then compounded on top of that belief, right? that we are finite, that we have to hustle to get more because we're not connected to anything. We have all of now these lineage patterns, these cultural patterns that tell us from all the people who came before us who had that same illusion of scarcity, right? Because it's really an illusion, it's a trick of the mind. Mm -hmm. So they're thinking, oh my God, I haven't had enough. And so now, because they don't have enough and their parents haven't had enough, what do they co-create more of? Not enough. Yeah, I guess, and the world wars like World War One and World War Two created mm-hmm. or manifested or made it worse. Which one? Mm-hmm. Do you take take your pick, yeah. right? The scarcity pattern because they were on rations. Oh, absolutely. And, then, so the, and it was about survival. Absolutely, about survival. Yeah. So that I guess that has been passed through, through each yes. generation, especially since. through in if your parents, grandparents, great grandparents were in Europe at the time, mm-hmm. and a lot of pa- those people fled with nothing because mm-hmm. they didn't have anything and they were starving, you know? And so you have that coming through the lineage and then you have that happening in Asia as well, you know, because, yeah. you know, a lot of what happened in the Second World War throughout Asia was there was mass starvation, you know, and that type of thing afterwards. And so it, it's the same kind of story. It's yeah. just it told in different ways. It's in the collective. It's in the collective. Mm-hmm. And then not only those world wars, I mean, just think about throughout history, all the famines and the wars and the, you know, the diseases, all this stuff. It's like, oh, we don't have enough. Mm-hmm. Right? And when you feel separate, like you say, it's it's funny the timing. Yesterday, my husband showed me this little graphic. It's He's in a business um, group. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Which platform? But they showed this little graphic, and it was a guy sitting with a little bucket, a water dispenser, mm-hmm. collecting it, and it was starting to run out. And they were showing, this is yeah, scarcity. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the guy that believes in abundance, and up above this little layer of water that was running out was a cloud continually filling mm-hmm. this container mm-hmm. so that he could continually receive the water because he believed in some other force where he could actually tap into and manifest. So, yes. That's so apt yes. to what you're just saying right now. Yeah. You know, if we feel, or if we know and we understand who we truly are, yes, and that we are connected to something far greater than just this, this yes. physical body. Yeah, and so that's part of what moving into the new consciousness is. Now, you and I have talked about, like, what is the new consciousness? What does that mean in terms of human experience? One radically different thing is that your vibration level or your frequency resonance gets high enough that you start to experience this connection, this interconnection with the one, your own limitlessness. And you're like, okay, well, well, limitless sounds great. I mean, that sounds wonderful. I'm like, no, if you are limitless, then you are abundant. Those two things are together. You can't separate them. So if you're starting to recognize, feel, be aware of your limitlessness, it is implicit in that that you are abundant. You can't separate those two things. Yep. They're together. So even if you don't know in this moment, right, like how much water is going to be in that thing, you know it's going to keep filling. Why? Because the cloud that the water is coming from is infinite. Mm-hmm. Infinite. Always going to be full, right? And the thing is, it's funny, it's humans. I don't know, this is the scarcity pattern. We're like, okay, hoard the water, hoard the water, put it in buckets, keep the water, right? But if it's infinite, does it matter that you have enough for today or for the next hour? Because in the next hour, you're gonna have more. In the next hour, you're gonna have more. In the next hour, you're gonna have more. But these scarcity patterns and the illusion of scarcity, we wanna like hang on to it. What if there's not enough? But if you know, because you're of a high enough frequency resonance, there always is enough because you are infinite and connected to everything, then you have total faith in the filling of the water. 
totally. Yeah. And for me, that there's a line as well because um, it's not just a case of, okay, there's going to be an abundance of water. Just believe there's going to be an abundance of water. Yeah, true. It's a case of you will get the signal or you'll get the pull or you'll get the tug to move to a place where there's more water. Exactly. It doesn't always just show up as the physical thing. Agreed. It's this knowing that, wait, there's another way. Oh, okay, this is another way to go to get the water. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think that's not recognized when you're running these scarcity patterns. You can only see one way of getting the water and it's running out. Exactly. <laughs> it's funny. And people fixate on what they expect the delivery method to be. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. And so that is when you think of things as that fixed thing, and this is what we teach in the whole creation manifestation classes that we do, et cetera, yeah. where it's like if you fixate on the delivery method, you have just a hundred percent limited the possibility of the infiniteness of the universe to bring you something non-linearly because you're so fixated on that one thing. Yeah. So it's really important to release your expectation and to discover or to explore or to be aware of your own bias towards expectation, yeah. rule set, attachment, you know, because now you're not in neutrality or surrender, which are the two very, very key states to be in, mm -hmm. in order for the entire force of the universe to conspire to help you. But if you're like, no, it needs to be my way, then That's there's right. like, there's you and then the entire universe. <laughs> it, it really does narrow it. It's fascinating. I mean, I've been in both kind of situations mm -hmm. and sometimes I am totally amazed at what can be created beyond my realm of thinking you know there's just no way i would have thought that tiny little detail that made that huge thing happen yeah when i surrender and exactly. just let go and just okay trust yeah you know? or why does like a little example so uh chris and i have just moved to san miguel mm -hmm. in mexico and uh our things have just arrived and so there's a lot of things to unpack because we're settling into a new home mm -hmm. we also because we have a car that only came with one key we had to go get a copy of the key made. Mm -hmm. So there's this one store where we're gonna to go to get the key made. And they told us that it was gonna take about an hour and a half. So we know it's Mexico and Mexico time is a little bit more fluid than what we consider time to be in the United States. So we thought, okay, two hours, right? Let's <laughs> just like pad it a little bit, just in case it's not an hour and a half. All right. So two and a half later, half hours later, we returned to the store. Now we are like, we decided we were gonna go on a walk that day, explore the town, get some exercise, that type of thing. So we were prepared, okay, we're gonna do this and then we're gonna go home and unpack. Yeah. But we go back to the shop, they're like, mm, so sorry, <laughs> no key. <laughs> it's a little more difficult than we expected. We're like, okay, no problem. So here we go, we go get flowers, these flowers right here. And you know, we do a bunch of have different things. We come back to the store, sorry, it's not done yet. So Chris looks at me and he's like, the universe is giving us a gift. It's forcing us to relax and restore right now. It is forcing us because we can't do anything. We can't leave. We don't have a car. They have the key. We don't have a choice. But if you're in that surrender, yeah. you can be like, this is a gift. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go for lunch. Yeah. We need this time to restore. That's why this is happening. Yeah. My point is that we so much feel like we want things, like we wanted the key. I was like, we have time. We're gonna be one hour and a half to two hours. We are going to walk around, get our exercise, have some enjoyment, get the key, go home, <laughs> unpack, right? Oh. Universe is like, nope. Yeah, that's right. If you want, what is it? What is it to say? If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Plan. Exactly, right? <laughs> so my point is to, simply when you're co-creating with the universe, it's best to be in that state of neutrality and surrender, because mm -hmm. then you can then pivot and be like, "What's the gift here? What is the? Where's the growth? What am I learning from?" Totally. 
So to pivot this back to the conversation with regards to the illusion of scarcity. The illusion of scarcity exists prevalently at this consciousness level because we truly have access to our limitlessness. We are limitless. We believe that we are not, but that is not true. We are limitless. And once you understand that and your vibration level is high enough, then you can start to experience it and start to experience what I call spherical abundance. So we have more synchronicity, more magic, gifts come in, like time that you didn't expect. I did not expect that morning to be leisure, but it was. And at that moment, we needed leisure. Yeah. So all that stuff can happen. And so that's in part why we're giving the spherical abundance workshop yeah. or by the time you guys watch this have given the spherical abundance workshop because it really is to release the distortion patterns that keep us mired in this disconnection in the separateness in the struggle in the like oh my god in your example there's only this much water quick find buckets so we can fill it up you know, yeah. so that you can drop all that and raise your vibration, raise your frequency resonance, because that's really about what it's about. It's not like you said, where you're like, okay, I intend for there to be water and there will be water in the bucket. It's not really about that. Yeah. It's about raising your resonance so that you can experience this higher level of consciousness and you cannot will your way there mm -hmm. and you cannot think your way there and you cannot hope your way there. It is simply a matter of frequency resonance. And it's not like deserving either. You no. Know? It's not like, I've been really good i deserve to be of new consciousness no no it's very it's it's not that uh self-entitled yeah, yeah exactly or human yeah you know it's pretty binary it's like are you of high enough frequency resonance to access or not <laughs> yeah it's that simple you know well yeah. i'd love to bring it back to um a global or let's just maybe we'll just stick to america right now mm. because i mean there's been some scary news being pushed out in the media. Mm. And we're going to have a collective of people that mm -hmm. are going to move into fear mm -hmm. and because of the scarcity. Yeah. And so you're saying that to travel through this moment in time mm -hmm. where we're going to be convinced that there's not enough, mm -hmm. it's to raise your vibration. Yes. And what you're suggesting is some of the work that you're offering mm -hmm. helps. But it also is a, like everyday practical tips. How do you just... Because it's going to be there 24-7. That's yeah. the way the media works in America, yeah. right? Yes, the it's news true. just keeps on repeating the same, same thing stuff. Over and over. Switch it off, I guess. Yes. That would be the first. Yeah, so if you notice that you're being affected by it, turn it off. Mm -hmm. Because it isn't affecting your present re moment reality. And then to do what we have called it before, holding your space. If you don't know what that is, watch episode 122, Steady She Goes, Hold Your Space. I recommend the deep dive or the free GFC. Right, that is after that episode to help you hold all your space because that is the experience of the collective around you and including some of your friends, your family, your co-workers, whoever, your partner even. Okay, they're having their experience. That's okay. They're having their experience. You're not trying to control their experience. What you control is you. So it's like how, how do you hold your space, your frequency resonance, meaning like not have it your, your vibration level, your emotions, how you feel, impacted by what's happening around you and that's what frequency work is about mm -hmm. it's about releasing those distortion patterns so you become internally strong so that stuff doesn't affect you as much it's the external world right that's the experience outside and but, i'd just like to add yeah. into that piece as well that when you are internally strong and something does happen mm -hmm. as it could you know yeah. But you're strong enough to handle what comes. Yes. That's the difference, right? Yes. Because you're not freaking out and running scarcity patterns. Yeah. You're actually internally strong and you know that what's coming, it's okay. Yeah. 
Exactly. You've got what it takes to, to handle it. Exactly. Mm. And you can transcend. That's exactly. Thank you yeah. so much for saying that. Because you're like, I don't know why this is happening. I don't need to know why this is happening. Mm -hmm. I know that I have the strength to transcend it. I just need to stay present in my body. Yeah. I need to be in the present moment. I need to focus on raising my vibration, not because I'm trying to get an outcome, yeah. but because I don't know what the outcome is. And when I do this, I feel better. I make better choices. I'm more centered. I'm more stable. I'm more calm. And oddly, it, the situation that seems kind of terrible somehow shifts and it becomes this thing where it's like, oh, actually, I needed to have that happen because now I'm now in a different trajectory. And it's actually really critical for me to be on this trajectory, to be in the best situation possible for whatever is happening external to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think also when you're internally strong as well, your whole, instead of getting like the 90 degree angle, you get the 360. Yes. Of what's available. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's not linear. Yeah. So meaning like you don't have just one option or two options or three options. It's like, oh, wow there starts to be like all these possibilities that I wasn't even aware of that we've talked about called spherical awareness. Yes. And that's what you cultivate as you raise your vibration and as you start to enter the new consciousness. We are spherical beings. Mm -hmm. That is how the universe works. So you get to, because think of the sphere, all the possibilities around the sphere, it's like millions, 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 millions of possibilities, supposed to like straight in front of you. You got these possibilities, that's it. Right? So you start to experience much more limitlessness, much more abundance that's spherical, mm -hmm. and also much more possibility. I think for me as well, just adding on to what you've just said, a long time ago I met an elder and he said to me, there's no such thing as scarcity. It's a man-made illusion. True. And I remember thinking, what is he talking about? Because you know? it feels real. <laughs> all, you, all you need to do, Fiona, is go outside and sit in the countryside and you see how many plants, herbs, berries, if left untouched by mankind, you'd be your belly would be full. You'd have shelter, you'd have wood, you'd have fire. There is no such thing as scarcity. It's an illusion. And I've I've always stuck in my head, you mm -hmm. know, ever since. And as you're talking there, I can hear him again saying, See, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It took me 30 years to get it. <laughs> but it's true, and that's the perspective of the little S self. Right? And what we have been in, like, there's so much distortion in the collective because of this fundamental disconnect with our connection to everything, mm -hmm. to the oneness, and then all the lineage patterns and the cultural yeah. patterns that have passed this and down. The being media like, yeah, that exactly. keeps on feeding the scarcity. Yeah. 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 Oh. So that's why it's the illusion of scarcity. Ah, thank you. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. 
please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for the illusion of scarcity. So the illusion of scarcity is one which is very deep and has been running through humanity for millennia. It's been compounding over time through generations and it has been controlled by many different sources to amplify our own sense of um, not enough, not having enough, not being enough, which makes it easier uh, for us to be controlled. So this is quite a deep distortion and uh, or set of distortions. This is an introductory GFC. It will start to help you um, start to break away uh, from the illusion of scarcity to see how deep it runs. And if you want more help with this, then I do recommend the Spherical Abundance Workshop, which is all about breaking free from conditioned or conditional abundance and the illusion of scarcity. Okay, here we go. Becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, noticing the soles of your feet. And as you notice the soles of your feet, becoming aware of the distance between your toes. the length of your arch. The curve of the balls of your feet. Noticing the soles of your feet. Mm -hmm. Good. And now please become aware of your breath. Just noticing it at first. Notice if you have a need to change it or if you can just notice it. How it is in this moment. And after a couple of breaths. Of noticing your breath. Allowing your breath to deepen. To become more full. Allowing it to drop deeper into the body and to really elongate, taking much longer on the inhale and on the exhale.
Mm -hmm. And then whenever you're ready, imagining your breath expanding and contracting around you like a balloon. in all directions. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings, noticing the texture of the air against your skin. Noticing if it feels damp and heavy or if it feels dry and light, and possibly even a little dusty. Noticing the relative temperature, heat, coolness, whether there's movement in the air or if it just settles against your skin. Just noticing the texture of the air against your skin. So blinking your eyes open, noticing the quality of the light. You're not looking at anything specific, just noticing the quality of the light which changes all the time. And after a couple of seconds of observing the quality of the light, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, triangulation means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those three inanimate objects are is not important. And then to notice the distance between each of the objects and you, and then feel that distance. So let's imagine that object A is the dresser. And the dresser is about eight feet to you. So you'd notice the eight feet to you and then feel the eight feet between the dresser and you. And then you do the same thing for objects B and C. And you'll notice that as you do this with each object, your sense of where you are in space becomes more clear, more present, more focused for you. Mm -hmm. 
Good. Whenever you've completed with triangulation, bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line, and blinking your eyes closed. Let's take a single deep breath together, inhaling, holding your breath for a count of six. And then after the sixth count, releasing the air out of your lungs at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out also for a count of six. Noticing if your count changes between the inhale and the exhale. If the hold out is harder than the holding in, just noticing. And after that one single long deep breath, breathing normally, with your attention still in the heart space, And what we are doing is we're waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. This is very important in order to have the most momentum. When a mastermind becomes coherent, it starts to move very efficiently and with increasing speed. So... This only benefits you. And whilst we wait for that to happen, please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. That I occasionally work in silence. And that usually depends on how high the frequencies we're working with are and if the mastermind can integrate those frequencies. And at those moments, if I make noise or make sound, it just drops the frequency resonance, which does not benefit you. And I also do make sound. So you'll hear me yawn, hum, and exhale sharply from time to time. And this is how I often release some of the heavier, stickier distortion patterns. Not always, but often. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you are running. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion pattern that you are running. So I invite you to remain curious, open, and to examine further. Good. So now that the mastermind has coalesced, bringing your attention to the center of your solar plexus, which is uh, between your belly button and the base of your sternum, or said differently, your breastbone, a bone right in the center of your chest. So finding the center of the solar plexus, 
placing a hand or some fingers here. Let's ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself this question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the very center of your body. And as you become aware of the very center of your body, imagining, sensing, feeling a brilliance from its very core that starts to get brighter. because you have your attention on it. And as it gets brighter, it very naturally expands out in all directions, through all of your cells, your organs, your bone structure, out through your flesh and your muscles. And out through the pores of the skin. Into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Yeah. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm pulling your frequency resonance even higher. irrespective of where it began. Good. And as many of you know, this is one of the most important things we do together. Because how high your frequency resonance is dictates everything from what your reality looks like, how you perceive it, and how much change you can experience.
So bringing your attention right into that center of that solar plexus still, deep within the body. So this may sound odd, but the first thing that we're going to release is the fear of releasing the illusion of scarcity. And for some of you, an attachment to the illusion of scarcity. Those sound similar, but they're not. They're quite different. And for some of you, although you don't want it, it's so fundamental to how you think the reality is, who you think you are, that to not have this, like, is totally bizarre, okay, and unsettling, and you wouldn't even know how to operate. And for those attached, even though it's unpleasant to experience scarcity, it is known to you. It's in all the stories of your lineage. It's just the way things are, so to speak. So we're attached to that certainty of our understanding of how things work on a very fundamental level. So even though you desire something different, you can also be attached to what it is that you don't want because it's so fundamental to how you perceive things. So these are two huge patterns. I'll be quiet for a little bit. Imagining, dissolving, melting into or softening into this space, right in the center of the solar plexus. Good. Yep. Bring your attention right into the center of the pineal gland in the center of the brain, in addition to the heart space. Yeah, we're releasing fear of the unknown. You actually don't know what it's like to not have scarcity. It's completely unknown to you. So while this, the idea of it sounds appealing to your ego mind, it's terrifying because it's completely unknown. So releasing the fear of the unknown.
Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, still in the heart space. Yeah, this is the resistance to fear of discomfort with the heaviness of scarcity. Bring your attention to that heart space. And also to the base of the sternum, right? The xiphoid process. Okay, so if you find your breastbone or your sternum or that bone in the center of your chest, go all the way to its base where it goes from bone to flesh. And it's a little tender when you press it. That's your xiphoid process. So finding that point and about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it, straight down towards the belly button. Just bringing a hand here, we're going to clear out the pain body because the pain body holds the memory of you before the frequency work was done. And this can get in the way of integration, so clearing this out and resetting it. Only takes a couple of seconds, but makes integration a lot easier. There we go. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion Usually, there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.